We all appreciate everybody coming out tonight to listen to this productive and constructive conversation amongst friends. I'm going to introduce Van and Rachel first, and then they're going to introduce their special guests. So without further ado, Van Lathan Jr. and Rachel Lynn Lindsay. What's your guys' names? Hold on real quick. No, this ain't a comedy show. Stop, 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 stop. What are your your names? Embry? You're Bree? And you up. See, I was going to guess like Dan or something. Um, You guys are sitting in the front here at the Reparations Club. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Thank you for your support. Y'all give it up for uh, Sweet Booty. He don't like it. Sweet Booty Beecher. He forgot to say his full name. Y'all give it up for Sweet Booty. Why I got to sit in the back in the Reparations Club? I feel you, brother. We'll talk after I'm talking about. Thank you guys for being here. Donnie, Sweet Booty Beecham. Chelsea, Chloe the Alien. Um, look at Chloe over there. Uh, where's Ashley at? Ashley's right back here. Ashley's in the back. Hey, Ashley. Um, you guys, it's the summit of the sexes. We've been talking about this for a long time. Yes. Yeah. The day is here. The day is here. Are y'all ready? So it's important. We want to say something real quick. This is the summit of the sexes. It's not the battle of the sexes. I see some of y'all right now and y'all been hurt and y'all, y'all waiting to see people getting to it up here. But like... What we're trying to do is ask questions and have conversations. You right? actually think that's going to happen. We are going to start off asking questions, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's going to be a battle. See how she always wants us. She wants to fight right But we're moderating. We bought we brought other people to battle it. It's out. true. I'm it not be us. So all of y'all to be on the Reddit talking about me and all of my toxic stuff. Who's I'm on not the even going. I'm not name somebody. Who's Raise your hand if you're on the Reddit. Who's on the Reddit. That's okay. We don't. That is a lie. That's, I some can of y'all tell on by it. Smiles on the faces. Some of y'all on it. But um, yeah. So for us. It's really just about kind of bridging the gap and really seeing if a lot of these issues that get overblown or blown up on social media, if there are real perspectives or if people just showing out. That's how I feel. Yeah. And I think this is a safe place to hash it out because we can only do so much with each other. And we thought, you know what? Let's bring it to the Thought Warriors. Let's bring it to everybody else. So without further ado, should we bring out our guests? Sure, sure, sure. I'm going to introduce my, my dudes one at a time. Okay, go Because ahead. I don't want them to come out together because they don't like that kind of thing. Um, so you guys hear me talking about the Player Proof crew. Uh, first of all, shout out to my boy Ryan back there. Ryan, say what up. That's my oldest friend in the world. Y'all don't give a fuck about that nigga. <laughs> hold on real quick. Like, 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 y'all, oh my God. Damn. It's Ryan, stand up. Whoa, Ryan, Ryan stand, stand up. up it's because you didn't stand up. Stand yeah. up. Yeah, Thank Ryan. you. There you go. Yeah. There you go, Ryan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I met him in first grade. Like, it's a long time. All right, first, my boy Ian, Player Proof Crew. Ian, come out here and say what up to everybody. Look, it's Ian. Ian is a newlywed. His beautiful wife, Daisha, is here. Um, yeah, you sit wherever side. you want right here. No, His- we're bringing different energy over here. Don't try to sit on this side. Yeah. <laughs> Right, you're gonna go ahead and introduce it. Let's do it like it's the do it one on one by one. Okay, we can do it one on one. Mm -hmm. Okay, I am bringing to the stage my not just my sorority sister, my line sister who came all the way from Houston, H Town, Texas, Shannon Stokes. She's in the building, she's gonna bring all the energy. 
We rode here listening to all the angry music to get ready for this. We are ready to go. She's an attorney as well. University of Texas in the building. It's my line sister, Shannon Stokes. I'll start those. Won't be no. Yeah, and you got to. Ian is a pharmaceutical. He got to make a lot of money. Like, we're going to give people a whole LinkedIn. Relax. Then, yeah. So, so <laughs> he tried to uh, outdo me. Gino, Walter Gino McLaughlin from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He is a social community activist dude. He a Kappa. Look at him. Oh, look at him. No, you're right here, man. Sit down. Say what up to everybody. How you doing, bro? It's good to What's see you. What's happening, y'all? What's going on? I see that's a whole squad, man. Fear them. <laughs> Okay. Well, I, I, I'm not done. Fear them. Because coming to the stage, last seat, last but not least, none other than Nina Parker. You are familiar with her. I could list out a laundry a list of all she the things star. that she represents. She a star. Van may have known her first, but she's my friend today, she and she's here to represent also a fellow soror from Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. That's right. I can't even hate. Yes, right. you, know, you, you, I know Van first, but you keep in touch. Oh, and we're ready to go. It started. I get Nina put me on. I'm not even lie. Before we even get started, Nina put me on. I was at TMZ. It was like a lion's den of angry, weird whites. And Nina took me under her wing. And I'm serious. I, I, pro did. I probably would not be here right now if not for Nina Park. Give it up for Nina Park. Nina put me on. True. I gotta tell you guys a story really quick. We the TMZ's tours had not started yet. They, Van had started doing the TMZ tours. I don't think he even remembers this story. So they were taking the staff to like do test runs. And at the time I had been on the show for maybe like a couple of years. And I remember Van, Van goes, how, how does it feel to be on TV every day? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, I come up to him and I say this some, sometimes because I'm like, how you feel now? Because yeah. he, he was just, he came in, he had all this really good energy and people weren't speaking. No one was talking to me. People don't speak when you first start there. Yeah. So I was like, all right, black man. Yeah. Like, let's let's have a conversation about how to get it on over here. And, and so. sometimes when I would get like a little bit outside of myself, she'd be like, come on. <laughs> we don't need you to dance for him. All right. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Okay, look, um, a lot of things that we could talk about, but I want to start with some of the recent conversations we've had on the show, specifically around wants and needs. Rachel, remember this conversation that we, that we, that How we, could I not? Um, Meg the Stallion said that she did not need a black man that she wanted a black man want over need and rachel do you remember your perspective on this of course you do yeah and to add to it you just sent this in today kiki palmer just got on stage and said that she didn't need a man she needs a bag okay mm. um, okay mm. 
Now, I don't have a problem. I think we're we're focusing too much, and I said this on the podcast, we're focusing too much on the words. I think it is beautiful to want something. I think that there, it is beautiful to desire, to choose that, you make that choice. There's power in that, and you disagree with me. I did, I did. I think the need is very important. I think uh, the need demonstrates intent and what the goals are. Fellas, how do y'all feel like, how do y'all feel about not being needed? Y'all come or take it or leave it. Y'all niggas go fight war, whatever, but they don't want y'all around. How's that feel? I'm trying to decide how toxic I need to be. No, um, uh, so oh <laughs> I'm saying your true self. I feel like He's that's ready. why we're here, right? Take um, the mask off. But with no, the, with the lean back dog, that was did weird, you see bro. Yeah, did you see it? Yeah. I was trying to get comfortable. Um, so for for, for me, um, I disagree, right? So I, I definitely believe that I do need a black woman, I need a woman, period, right? First of all, just in, in terms of community, none of this exists without y'all, right? And so this community, this this space that we're in right now, which is really dope, right, really vibrant, it's because of the, the kinship that we share, it's because of the relational uh, value that we have within our community. And so even if we're talking about a, a relationship with myself and a woman, I need that woman, right? I need her support, I need her, like my days don't, like if I'm with a woman, I'm with you. Right. And so you start you set the tone for the for my day. You set the tone for uh, how the household runs. Right. And so I can't even I can't see within the, the context of relationship me. Devaluing that and I'm not saying that's what you're doing. Right. I just can't see myself devaluing that. And then also, too, just in terms of relationship, I can't see myself not needing a woman because, you know, I need a woman. Yeah, you feel what I'm talking about? You feel what I'm talking about? Y'all don't be knowing what to do. But you, you, you see, you're, you're I, man. You're I mean, we're being enough. honest. Like y'all don't be knowing what y'all, y'all don't know how to do stuff sometimes. Look, look, you're you're man enough to say that you need a woman. Yeah. I'm man enough to say the same thing. I think about songs like uh, from Anita Baker, like giving you the best that I got. Oh, he R&B on that song. Right. On like the, the first line is, is there anything I can give you? Come on, because of what you've given to me. Just sing it. Don't say that. We ain't gonna do that. No, listen. But real talk. But that that opening line right there, like, it's so powerful of the era of women. You know, that song. The song came out what in eighty six, eighty seven. So the women thought differently then, and I think women prepared a household, prepared a family. They were business women. They were. They were so many different things. And men value that. We value that. So I think this generation. You you bringing up Kiki and Megan. They are examples for the new generation. So what are they setting? What, what tone are they setting? You know, that's I don't think that's cool across the board. What tone? I mean, these are powerful, successful, amazing women. I think there's, so is there's, Anita there's, Baker? there's yeah, Anita Baker is too. Um, when she's not arguing babyface, <laughs> but I think these are women who, you know, it is things are different now. I think more t more than ever there have been blur blurred lines when it comes to roles. I don't think there's ever been a time where. There have been, uh, you know, a lot of the switching of the roles and where it hasn't been as big of a deal either. You know, I know there are I know a lot of women who take care of the household and the man stays home. And I think whatever you, decision you decide to make within your home is your is your business. So I think when we see men who are talking about like Kiki's man who leans into like, well, she needs to be a traditional woman. He's not a traditional man. So if you want to have if you want to lead, be a leader. Does and he, does he use those words like tradition needs to be a traditional woman he didn't have to no. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what he was saying he was he didn't have to he said yeah. you are mom he was playing into certain stereotypes yeah. I mean, that a place he wants her woman. to stick to a certain role but he's not 
Do so. you do you feel that what do you think about specifically what Megan and Kiki had to say? Want versus need. Well, did you have a problem with Kiki or Megan saying that they don't need a man? Because what Megan said was, I don't need a man, but we want you. And see, I thought that that was beautiful the way that she phrased it. I think that people are taking it too literal. I think that, you know, I am a believer we're not meant to do life alone. So I do believe that we all need each other. But oh. it's obvious, like what Nina was saying, that in today's society, we've been taught our generation to be able to take care of ourselves. But that is, you know, I believe in, you know, self-actualization, right? Uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And love is on there, right? But at first, it's like safety. You know, there's like three other levels before you get there. So it's like you have to have a baseline level of being self-sufficiency and being able to take care of yourself before you can get to the point that you are loving yourself and offering your love to someone else. I don't think that you should approach partnership from a place of need. And I think that that's what they were trying to explain. Like they can take care of themselves and they are choosing the men that they're choosing. And that's I think how you have I to consider it. the source, right? You have to consider what somebody is going through and what they, what you go, we all go through phases. Megan is young. She's dating. She's fresh out of a long-term relationship. She's single right now. She's giving off single girl energy, single boss girl energy. Kiki is clearly going through something in her relationship. So right now her focus is probably her child and her bag, mm -hmm. the things that she can control. So I think you have to consider your source. If you're speaking to somebody who's married, that, that may be a different conversation. Do we do do any of us need somebody or, you know, probably not. We could probably all be I fine. I think we actually with, do I, need. No, I don't. I don't agree with that. I think could could we live this life without somebody else? Have yes. people done it? Sure. What, but so I do agree with the statement that do I need this? Probably not. But if some do I want it so bad that it becomes kind of a need? Yes. But, but so, so, so imagine we together. Right. And I say to you. Wait a minute now. No, I'm, I'm, you know, <laughs> follow me now for a second, right? Gino. So, so imagine I, I turn to you. Imagine I turn to you. Almost like uh, Toxic Martin, right? When he looked at Gina, he was like, damn, Gina, I will marry you. Imagine me turning to you and say, you know, you are nice to have, you know, but I don't really need you. you you're but nice to have, though. the framing, though. Why does the framing have to be so black or white? Why, did, why do you guys take it like a hair, nigga? Is this, is, that's not what it is. That's well, not well, what she's saying. So, so this is what I'll this is what I'll say is the reason why the, I look at it as kind of like a I look at it through a, a different lens. So obviously in your singular interpersonal relationship, right, everything is a want or a need besides you know uh, food and all of that stuff, right. But if we're thinking about what we want to do as a collective, not black person but black people, the question then becomes what are the what's the calculus to that like what's the calculus to us having the most stable most the, the safest uh the most economically sound the most vibrant community and that to me begins with the black family that begins with the unit of people that can rely on each other in the house and so to me the need sisters can do it by themselves and unfortunately if we're being honest they've had to do it by themselves far too often sure. but the need comes from we need to have a situation where black young black boys understand the value of their mothers and their sisters and they're taught that by men we need to have situations where nobody it, where women have someone to uh, uh, be there for them postpartum where they where, where where they have someone to to be there with them while they're pregnant like those things are needs that make us better and to say that we don't need them but we want them 
to me, sometimes undercuts the seriousness of the situation that we're in in America. If I was going to throw that in, that's kind of what I would say. And I would just say, that's why I say it's more powerful to want because we're all agreeing that, you know, we're in a different place in society and, and the way that the dynamic is with men and women. And we don't necessarily need that. I get what you're saying, but we mm -hmm. don't need, like we could do it on our own, but because we don't need it, but we want it, doesn't that sound more powerful? No. Um, and also, it doesn't make headlines. It doesn't make headlines when a man says it. Because I mean, how many rap lyrics do we hear all the time who are saying like we don't, they don't need women? And they won't. Shown. And they okay, won't. but but what I'm saying is spoke when up about women it at the time say it, too. When, yeah, we speak up about it, but I don't think it makes as much headline at all. But when a woman makes those types of statements, you know, and we talk about the black family, there's no, we don't know if Meg or Kiki will end up with a black man. I mean, no, they might not. But I mean, I guess what I'm saying to that situation, I'm not going to. Uh, but I guess what I'm saying to that situation is it's not about whether or not they will end up with a black man. It's about, to me, what's my vision of a healthy black community. Right. And so to be real with you, and I, we talked about this on the podcast for far too long, men have devalued, debased and subtracted themselves away from black women. We Absolutely. know that. Right. And in the songs, that happens a lot. I will say this, though. If there is a guy who is either speaking extemporaneously or in an interview and he takes a direct shot at black women, I don't know why the beat changes it because they do it every time they drop, but the retribution is swift. And, and I'm telling you right now, if that's an interview, let's say that that's an interview with, I don't know, give me somebody that's on Meg's level, not the nigga that went to jail. But anyway, um, if, if that's, and he says, you know, you know, we don't really, huh? If it was Drake, the the world would the eyes of the ladies in the world would bleed. If Drake goes, you know, I want I want a black woman, but I don't need one. That is going to be a nuclear woman, she bomb. She didn't say black men. You're, you got she. If he would if he would have said if Drake did an interview where he says yeah, which by the way I think Drake has done songs where he says he. I only love my bed and my mama. I'm sorry. Like Drake often says he doesn't. Well, need she one. was at the Essence Fest, so she was talking to niggas. She well, let me women. tell you something. Right. For the way that people were talking to Meg during this trial, they lucky she didn't say other things. Yeah, Work. You lucky that's all she said. Because yeah. it's, it's a lot of black men who were not defending Meg publicly. But, but it's a lot that Public work, figures. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, it's just, a, yeah. I'm just saying she, that Meg would have a reason to feel yeah. the way she feels in this moment on that stage. And I'm surprised she didn't get on the pulpit and say more. Mm. Yeah, but she was with a boy. She was not with a man. In that in that scenario, and this his you know straight clown. But in 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 a respect, there's a lot of men that were definitely standing up for Meg in, in terms of what happened with to her. So that doesn't give her an opportunity to just go out there. Well, she can say what she wants to say, but in that in saying that, that doesn't mean that there's no backlash that's not you know that's deserved. I just you know. Well, I'm just saying that she has a right to the the the, the support for her. In my opinion, publicly was way more heavy on black women and women in general. The problem is, and her, I feel really? like, yeah, her, absolutely. But her voice is so powerful. She's she's so many young women are looking up to her. And again, I, I use that Anita Baker reference in terms of talking about back in the day. She is now like women like Meg Thee Stallion are those figures today. So there are young women looking at her and what she's saying. And they're going to look at that like, that's the way I need to be. And ultimately, that is to the detriment of our community. I, I just, I guess I just feel like we're just missing something. We'll move on to the next topic because we have other things to cover. But if Meg has stood up there and said, we don't need y'all 
and kept it moving, it would have been a total, I could see everything that y'all were saying. So she's saying you can be self-sufficient, you can be independent, you can be all these things, but we still want y'all. We still desire to have y'all in our life despite everything else. I think- I, I can, can I be, can I be, no, can I be no, all the way real? I was, I'll be all the way real. The biggest thing that bothers me about it is we all know it's not true. Like we, we know y'all don't mean it. We know that it's it's a rallying cry, 100%. that it's something that may, I, we know y'all don't mean it because I mean, it what? It, it, like we, we, <laughs> like mean, we, we I, I love the, like the, that you guys don't need. Tell us what we need, man. <laughs> look, 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 no, no, no. I'm, what us. I'm telling you, what I'm telling you is this, and it's, it's interesting, right? Because I make my, I'm, my whole life I have conversations. And so in a conversation, you listen to somebody or you, you watch somebody. Like time after time after time after time, do a thing. And then they turn around and they say that the thing that they're doing, they're doing it for a completely different reason than why you see them doing it. So I listen to black women all week, day long, talking about how much they need black men to step up, how much they need black men to be present, how much they need black men to be involved, how much they need black men to be economically, emotionally, and, and spiritually healthy. And then... By that same flip side, and then what I do is I go to other black men and I say, hey, your sisters need you. They need you to do these things. When there is a, a tape of a, of a young man assaulting a woman, I'm like, that's our fault. They need us. When, when, when women can't get what they need, economically, whatever, we have to be better. They need us. Then, after all of that, of, of watching that, of being in emotionally and intellectually informed by black women, the hole that is left in their lives because of the absence of black men, then it's like, but we don't. And so, like to me, I'm not, I'm not in any way trying to speak for 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 black women. I, I'm, I apologize if it came out like that. But what I'm saying is, when y'all do speak, I hear y'all, and I hear what you say. And then when the pivot comes, I'm like, I don't think that's constructive. And and and. I understand that that's, that might be the way she feels and she has an emotional sort of edict to, to feel that way. But still, I'm like, that's not where we're trying to go. That's not where I'm trying to bring the black men that I lead. I'm not trying to bring them to a situation where a black woman is a take it or leave it. It makes my life better. Nah, I want you to need to choose her and I want you to need to be better. Kalika's here right now. Like, it, Kalika's in the back, right? And we have been, we have we have had a relationship that's had high highs and really low lows. But I think sometimes the thing that keeps us together is this feeling um, that like this jingle puzzle makes sense that we're supposed to be together. And that's kind of when I, when I felt that from her, it's just like, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's, it was emotionally unfamiliar to me. Did you feel insulted by what she said? No, cause no. I don't need her. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, no, I didn't feel insulted. I just felt. Okay, mm. in listening to what you just said, everything, you did feel insulted. You okay. did. It feels we'll like see. you were. Yes. Now, yeah. now, who's speaking like for who? <laughs> but okay, we're listening. But I was saying, also, I mean, everything that you're saying is is all the reasons why she's saying, if, you, the, if we're saying black men, if the black men don't have those things where they're right within themselves, she is saying, we don't need you if it requires us to sacrifice ourselves, right? So she's saying, if I'm already here where I'm able to provide for myself, I have, you know, and I'm seeking the emotional support, just like what you had mentioned. That's what she's saying. Like, I am taking care of myself, right? But what we need is for you to 
to to to step it up, just like you're saying. But, but and I, I think mean, that's where it's coming from, right? Isn't that inherent though? Like we were born uh, to take care of ourselves, right? Like so, we show up here as individuals first and foremost, right? And so whether it's entering a relationship or even it's just the community, we are here as individuals first and foremost. So we know that we can take care of ourselves. We don't need none of us technically need each other, right? To to be human, right? I, I, my my existence does not depend on whether or not you know you're there or not. However, the value that is inherent is also, I mean, as, as humans, right, we are relational. And so I need human connection, black, white, whatever. I need human connection, but also within this relationship that we share, this kinship that we share in, in, in this community, I need y'all. And in a relationship, black woman, I need you, right? And I also want to be wanted too. Now, I didn't take it personal. Definitely didn't take it personal, but because she, she wasn't talking about me because she, she would need me too. But <laughs> <laughs> my point is, but if we <laughs> jokes, um, but my point is though, within this dynamic that we share, I want to be needed, and if it's if it's off at all, I'm gonna choose somebody that does need me in some sort of way, not monetarily, not you know she, she needs you. Yeah, she yeah. needs me. Yeah, y'all, y'all need to, y'all just need to be needed. That's yeah. what Absolutely. I feel. Yeah. I, feel like I really want to be needed really, for sure. That's really needed. Want to be needed. Y'all, I feel like men really need to be told that they are needed. I feel like that is true. Sure. The 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 yeah. framing of that, mm-hmm. you really need to hear that. But I, speaking as a black woman, I felt like Meg was if, if a little bit. I you know, and I can only speak for myself and the black women that I know and that I communicate with for me a little bit of it sounded like she was talking from a place of personal and maybe from disappointment, because I think, you know, when you van, when you were talking about the community and how black women need black men to do all of the things that you listed, I can also list a lot of instances where they, they just didn't show up in droves. They don't. And where sure. black women had to, and they're the saying like black women have to do everything didn't come from no place. It came from a place where a lot of times the only people that were speaking up, that were taking a stand were black women. And if we're speaking mm-hmm. specifically about Meg's situation, black women believed her from jump and, and the majority of, because obviously there are people who didn't, but there were a lot of black men who I would see, well, we need to see the evidence, we need to hear this, or mm-hmm. there were clear things that just happened where people still were hesitant to support. And I'm only speaking from her instance because she's mm-hmm. the one who talked about it. But I think a lot of times when you get disappointed in general, you just you start to be like, okay, I don't I don't need this. This is something I want because when I needed you, you did not show up for me. It's a survival tactic. It's a survival tactic. Okay, so, I feel like- so I, I'm going to put a little vulnerability out there right now. Ryan, Gino, and Ian. All right, y'all all know the relationships that I had with women back in Louisiana. Yeah. Black ladies. Yeah, very clear. Yeah. How did these women treat me? Which one? I was so let, let, let me be let me be real. I was a guy, I was much bigger than I was right now. Yeah. I I was not the nigga. And to be honest with you, if I if I to be honest with you, I, I'm not, I'm just being for real. I got treated like shit. There was always some other dude that was better, that was in a better situation, that was more like, I'm the kind of guy that I would study with you. I would help you with your homework. I would do whatever I had to do. Persistence, persistence. I would wait you out through a couple of these Kappa niggas. You're you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would wait out you out loops. through a couple of these Kappa niggas and do the thing. That doesn't give me the right to, for the rest of my life, like look exactly. at black women and say that they ain't shit. Exactly. I'm sorry. Like I have to. Exactly. I, I, I'm, 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 not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. But I'm, what I'm saying is, I understand that there is disappointment. I understand that things like that happen. But I'm telling you 
that like I think a lot of men get into the situation to where they 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 really they keep that energy. They keep the energy of, you know, when I wasn't on, there was always somebody better. When I didn't have this, there was always somebody better. And then when they get on, they batter black ladies for a long, long time. And what I'm telling you is for me personally, I understand that people might have been disappointed with one black man after another black man after another black man. But like there's a there's a degree to it that I don't understand why we continue to judge people by like the sins of past people because everybody could do that. So I don't think it's just coming from disappointment. I think it's also like our generation, we're all generally the same age and we are the generation that is focused on trying to break generational curses, right? So it's like, I can say, you know, on both sides of my family, there are marriages, strong male figures and female figures who still told me, be able to take care of yourself. And that was out of need because in the 80s and 90s, little black girls, like we were taught we needed to be able to take care of ourselves. So I agree. I think this conversation is important because I hear what you're saying. Like, I think Megan was coming from a place of like a flex, but I could see where you're saying that it's counterproductive, but that's something that we have to unlearn because we have a lifetime of being told get the best grades, get the house, pay off your loans, do everything to be able to take care of yourself and then find your partner. So we do all of these things and we're trying to find our partner. Like I have a friend who told me she feels like she's being punished for taking care of herself. You know, so like, what what is that saying? You know, it's like, if you were t- your sisters, your daughters, don't you want them to be able to take care of themselves? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Right to the next that's, topic. Yeah, this Power dynamics. <laughs> Breadwinners. So that, that, that was a, a, a natural segue. Uh, Ian and Gino, would you guys be able to be in a situation with a woman that made more money than y'all told y'all niggas clean your shit up and come in here and make some breakfast? What like what like how, you want to like, take that first? <laughs> Get to work. Get to work. Gotcha. Uh, grown man. So first of all, don't talk to me like that. Uh, <laughs> first however, <off>. yeah. However, <laughs> um, you know. In this changing dynamic that we have, right, with women, niggas <laughs> sound like Steve Jobs. No, no. In the changing nah. cultural landscape, of time. I want to see where he's going with nah, this. So, <laughs> the, the, the reality is, you know, uh, we're in a modern, we're we're in modern times, right? And so, I know how to take care of myself. What does that mean, right? I know how to do dishes. I know how to do everything that a woman, the old labels that woman uh, that women are given, right? And so, when I enter into a relationship, guess what? Half the things that I already did for myself, I'm going to continue to do those things within the context of relationship. Absolutely. Why? Because it's also going to lighten the load for her. There are no expectations that I have on her that I don't already have for myself, right? So when it comes to the the monetary thing, which is the tricky part, I, I'm going to keep it real. Yeah, keep I'm it like, funky. Get to it. Um, <laughs> keep it funky. Um, because, look, you know, we all see the memes. We all see the toxic memes, right? So I don't know if it's uh, Justin or, uh, you know, what's the poet girl? Um, it's, it's a whole what bunch do of toxic. What you think, Gino? I think, I think that women can't have it both ways, right? You can't have it both ways in the sense that you tell a man that your only value is tied to the amount of money that you make, but at the same time, give me all your money. And at the same time, we really don't need you, right? And so if I'm going to, if I'm expected to be this modern man that is, that is conscious of you know these shared uh, these shared responsibilities, then guess what? You also gonna have to come into modern times as well and share a little bit of this other. What if deep. she's making more? So you get into if she's making more, yeah. that's no. cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good before. with that. But you better be good with that too, though. Okay. If, if if I have to be good with that, right, and shrink a bit of my ego, which is tough to do. If I gotta tuck my chain in, right? But would it hurt your ego if your woman made more than you? 
it wouldn't hurt my ego at all. I mean, I do pretty well. So if my woman's making more than me, we up. We up. Straight up. So, I mean, my wife does, you know, she's, she's a career woman. She's a nurse and she, you know, we have a business and she helps me run that business. And uh, I actually have a few businesses, but in that space, I need her help with that. So, but if she had, well, we have another thing that we're investing in for her that will be her own thing. And I, I hope it is one that makes us even more money. But if she made more money than me, I'm okay with that. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't make me all. feel small at all. No, because I'm again, I'm. It's not like I'm broke. So if I'm making, if I make twenty thousand and my woman is making three hundred thousand, I could still be with her because I could learn something from her. But in the sense of where we are in terms of where we live right now, if my woman made more than me, I would be happy with that. I, I have not had this experience at all. I bullshit. I know things about it. I have not had this experience at all with men. I, Every man that I have dated within the last couple of years has had a major issue with my success and the money that I make. And I'm not even trying to get on here and brag. How did you flex on but, him? Though? But, did you flex on him? Did what do you, you mean? What I flex when I roll a... up in my car? Is that a flex? <laughs> yeah, she's supposed no, to have that. Like she doesn't have what she has. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not, the thing is, is like I have a lot and I've worked really hard for it. So I'm not gonna hide it. You should. So you should. it's I'm not hiding. You should. Her periods you should back there. And I'm, but I'm, I'm not, when I flex, it doesn't mean I'm coming in yeah. like walking in the date throwing money on the to- yeah. on the. But I've I've had men be like, you just, okay, you need to be with a confident pick, man. That's the absolutely. bottom line. Yeah, I think it. I think that is so. I think secure men done. are very hard to find these days. Ah. Uh, you're right. There's a lot of lame ass niggas out here. <laughs> I see them all the time. So yeah. it's true. But you know, if you were someone that's confident, you know, I look at my, I mean, not trying to gas myself, but I'm a confident guy. I'm not really insecure about anything. I know I'm not perfect. I know I have flaws, but none of those, none of my flaws make me feel small. So in that, I don't care. Like if you make more money than me, I'm still happy. What about with where have I you am. been with a woman who made more than yes. you? How did you handle it? Okay, that's what that's I want to know. Oh, yeah. Yo, yeah. I remember she did. I did, and she it made was, way more money than me. Yeah. And Again, I had a good time. We took trips. <laughs> it didn't no, stop but, me from but, working. But, but, okay, but, but dig deeper there, though. I mean, yes and no, right? It, it didn't necessarily make you feel the type of way, but it, it would. I think you would say that it motivated you. Sure. Um, it, it, it made you go harder because you didn't want to Oh, be, I know who we're talking oh, about. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. relax. Yeah. Relax. Baby, relax. I love Life you. I got to <laughs> Relax. <laughs> She, no she who should not be named, right? Come on, man. She who should not be named. But no, it, I mean, the world seeing this, right? Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> it, it, whether or not you felt less than, I agree with you I there. Not, but but yeah. but you felt something that that provoked you to get your shit together, right? Again, it motivated me. Like I said, if my woman's making more than me, if if if, if I gave the scenario about twenty thousand or three, I want to learn from her. Yeah. Like I'm big enough yeah. to say, okay, my woman is this businesswoman. She's smart. She has these ideas. Teach me. Get put, you know put me on game. Oh. So, yeah, teach me. Listen, if if obviously if I'm making if I don't make any money, yeah. she's making that type of money. I need to learn something. This, this, I know but, this is a later topic, but the teach me the potential. I mean, teach we got to teach, teach each other. other. We, we teach each other. other. We teach each other. There are things that I know that you don't know. I'm gonna put you on game. That's vice versa. Absolutely. And you, yeah. Shannon, you're out here <laughs> in the dating world. What has your experience been? You are a you're an attorney. You've been practicing for 15 plus years. What has your experience been like dating men? And is do you find the Ians who are excited about that, that you make more or has it been difficult? I mean, I'll be honest. I generally try to stick to men who make about what I make because it's just easier. You know, I'm not looking for someone to provide. I plan to work and be able to provide for myself forever. Right. But I know there's a guy dated. I'm an ambitious person. So I like mindset. And I know that there was a guy dated who was like, I could make more, but I just don't want to work those many hours. There's other things I'm more interested in. 
that was unattractive to me because it's like if I come home from a long day of work and I'm just like, man, these are all the things I had to deal with to be like, well, that's why they pay you the big bucks. Like, that's not attractive. You know what I mean? We don't have similar mindsets. But for me, like. It also depends on like what the person values. Like I value security above all else. I want to reach out and touch my money. I want to be able to see it. I want to know. I have a perpetual fear of being broke. I'm not going to be. It's unreasonable. But that's why like I seek partners where I know that it's like regardless of what he makes, I like a man who I can tell. It's like if I were to lose my job and he had to go out there and, you know, wash cars, he would make sure we were taken care of. So I like hustlers. That's what I look for legal hustlers but you know it's someone like for me i wanted someone who when when i think provider i mean someone who's gonna get it done like emotional support emotional support and then also just someone who's like smart with their money because also you know as an attorney like i've met you know six-figure dudes who are not wise with their money and they're living in a bunch of debt so if the other thing is like older women will often say if a man isn't generous him making more doesn't really matter, right? Because it's like, he's got all the money, but if he doesn't have a generous heart and he's not using it for the both of you, then what good is it doing you? Mm-hmm. you know? See, for me, yeah. my experience has, I understand that I'm in a very privileged position monetarily wise. And I don't expect my partner to make what I make. Like, I don't have the, ex- I would like it, but I, I, I don't need it. <laughs> you know, it would be nice, but... I've met very few men who have been able to match me financially, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. They had the problem with it, mm-hmm. not me. Huh. And also, because I'm also in TV, they had issues with the company I kept as far as, like, circles I would be in or people that I met. Like, they'd be like, well, you could, you know, you could and run I into would, this person. And I would take digs. On the, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like, you could run into the person in the in, at this party. And there was insecurity about that. I've literally met men. We've met. Maybe they didn't know who I was. They As soon as they go on my Instagram, they they start acting funny. As mm-hmm. soon as they see those a guys photo are with small. something. Yeah, yeah but, yeah. It, it's, so, but I'm telling you, it's happened more yeah. often so than not. Common. It is yeah. very common. And if they come to my house, if they see I have two cars, it's like, oh, you got, you know, it's like they start. I've literally had men start talking about, oh, I don't have this kind of outfit to wear to a red carpet. I'm like, we ain't even been on a date. Who told you you need a red carpet outfit? Well, so let's talk about why it's common. And let's do a little deconstruction by taking the Kiki Palmer situation. Okay. So Kiki Palmer, Darius Dalton, he says, it's the outfit though, you a mom, right? Says that, out of line. When I saw a lot of the women's uh, criticisms of him, a lot of them had to do with the fact that she takes care of him. So, and, and, and we're lying to ourselves if That's we didn't see, we're, hold on, we're, we're lying to ourselves if we didn't say, if we didn't read, you're sitting up here on Kiki Palmer's internet, using Kiki Palmer's thing and saying that. Now, let's do this, let's do this. Let's flip that dynamic. Let's say that he is a huge star and she is the mother of his children. He's grinding on Rihanna. If a man comes and says, hey, just to let you know, he takes care of you, so you should not be able to say anything about the way he comports himself, we're not going for that. And let me tell you why that. And I let, see. Oh, they got to reconvene. Look at that. So let me tell you Let me tell you something about why everything that we're talking about is so common. It's because like men and women are socialized differently. And that socialization doesn't just exist with men. It exists with women. I don't, I can't, y'all don't like a do nothing nigga. Y'all Thanks. like you, it, it is, it, it any, it, but I'm, t- no, I'm telling you, hold on, hold on. Any situation, let's just take 
celebrity anecdotal situation stuff. Let's not even go to data. Any situation where a man, a woman is taking care of a man, you're gonna get Chris Judded, you're gonna get Ke Kevin Federline, you're gonna get Casper Smarty, you're gonna get all of that. Famous men marry women who we don't know who they are all the time. The, the situation is there's a societal expectation from men and men have that expectation of themselves. Right. And if we're being honest, women have that expectation of men. Absolutely. And a lot of the patriarchy that we talk about, if we are going to dismantle it, we have to be serious about dismantling it in an even killed and very straightforward way. If every single person is valued for what they bring to a relationship because of who they are and how much they put into it, then we got to let the bus drivers off the hook. We got to let the librarians off the hook and we got to do all of that. And as much as we say, the, the reason why those men a lot of times are bothered by, by you is because they think you are bothered by them. It's because they don't live in a society where it's okay to be with a woman that makes more money than you, where it's okay. You said that you had a guy, you're super ambitious. He wasn't ambitious. That wasn't like that. That that was you. You didn't like that, right? Right. But the thing is, is because you know, mentioning Kiki's situation where people are saying, you know, she takes care of you. It's but you know, which I don't agree with. But the thing is, is it you're not providing. So there's an older woman that said to me once that it's like you need, you know, intellectual engagement, physical and emotional, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I guess. The, here we would talk about the fourth, which is financial. So it's like, if you're not providing financially, which is its own thing, what else are you bringing to the relationship? But we, we don't know what else he's bringing to the that's relationship. That's not true. That's not true. What else is he in that example so, that so you we, gave? So we, li we, we literally saw a video where she is walking into, like this, people don't understand, this changed in a couple of weeks. There was a video where she is walking into to do a late, late night show and she's all draped in her gown. And he's behind her holding the, the baby. baby. That's right. Holding the baby and, and keeping the baby and doing all of that stuff while Kiki goes out to be Kiki. It was never explored what he brought to the relationship. He said something that he shouldn't have said in public. It was very, very stupid. Yeah, yeah. And I think that it was it was a reductionist attitude that he had about her. But the fact that he was that what was said was this sort of financial domination of him that he couldn't or shouldn't have said it. And now because he said that, that automatically means he does nothing for their relationship. You that comes from the that comes from the 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 construct that what he should be doing is taking care of her financially. Can I tell you why it came up? Sure. It's not the fact that he was jealous that she was at Usher and she looked good. That's not what from from the women that I've talked to. That's not what bothered us. I don't even think if he was jealous and had a conversation with her about it, we would have had a problem. We had a problem with the Twitter. fact that he got on social media mm -hmm. and made their personal situation, but that they should have worked out personally because couples go through dumb shit. And if, if you're feeling a way about her, because let's not forget, Kiki has had the glow up of the century because she went from him posting pictures of her and she, you know, she was a lot, looked a lot different than she looks now. And she is embracing that. This is a lot deeper and women can see it. This has nothing to do with the fact that she's at Usher. It has everything to do with the fact that she is coming into her own as a different type of woman. Mm. And he is putting that business on social media. And because he wanted to make a fool of her, we made a fool of him. So this is what I would say about this. Is what I would say to that. I, I, I feel that. 
What I would say is the only the only retort I would have is that rappers that are with these ladies, these ladies go on the internet and complain about these niggas all the time, publicly. They do it all the time. Like I was there for nine years. Like I've covered it. I've we've I've seen women that we never know, we've never heard of, we don't know who they are. Go, this dude is a shitty father. This dude is a shitty husband. This dude was out with this woman. This dude was doing this. I've seen a situation where there is a, a, a like a hip hop star that gets with another uh, lady hip hop star and his wife or his girl that's from back in the day uh, it, that has his kid is mad about it and it goes everywhere. Nobody comes and says, he's taking care of you. Shut the fuck up. Like nobody does that. And the reason why is because it wouldn't make any sense. Because the the way people look at it is that's the way that's supposed to go. No, they say that. They, they say it all the I, time, I don't, man. Like, bro, no, no. What hold on, hold on. I don't, I don't hear women saying that. Men, men would say that because men would be, men would say that because men would be like, oh, okay, boom. I don't hear women going, oh, girl, you got it going for yourself. Don't worry about what is it. But when it's on the other side. But you're talking about men who were caught in circumstances, right? A lot of times when these women are blasting these men, it's because he was cheating. He was out. Not all the time. He, well, the examples that you use were like, oh, he. Was no, no, no. What I'm saying. But Kiki he, wasn't cheating. He and might, she wasn't, he she might, wasn't doing anything. He might be she was in a video. A he might be up night. on somebody. Like, it, it, not all the time. Not all the time. But the only thing I'm saying is that, like, uh, like, I feel what everybody's saying. But there is a reality here. And I'm for destroying it all. I am for, hey, this is your person. This is your person. I am for, uh, you meet somebody, whatever. It, but I do feel like sometimes we, we get ahead of steam of righteousness. And, like, and, and I, I do it too. We get ahead of steam of righteousness and we forget that when you said earlier, like we're told to be needed, it's not that we're told to be needed. We're told directly that if we're not needed, then we ain't shit. Absolutely. Like that the last thing you can be in life is a man that nobody can rely on. Is a ain't doing, no do it, not doing it man, right? And so you bring that with you. And a lot of times you start to feel like, like when you do become that nigga, that that validates every single way that you can act and everything that you can put somebody through. And there's also an expectation that the man is going to make this money, historically speaking. Uh, and I, I think the guys that, you know, and I, I can't relate, but I think the guys that, are fearful, right? The, the guys that you're dating, the guys that you guys are talking about, um, they waiting for Mad Day to come, right? They waiting in, in, in their brains, and they might be off base, but I think in their mind, they waiting for Mad Day to come. What's Mad Day? The day was she throws it back in his face. No good. Y'all like the day when she throws it back in his face. Exactly. with that term. That's what we call Louisiana. My daddy used to say, "I boy," now when Mad Day come, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I thought everybody said that. That's a real thing. Mad Day could be Mad Day could be Monday through Sunday. Absolutely, it could be any day. Pick a day. And so I think that's what they're fearful of, right? And so. It shows up in probably some weak ways, right, uh, and and in, in some some very insecure ways. But that's really what they're exhibiting. It's 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 trauma. It's fear. You know. This episode is brought to you by Seven Eleven. Cold slurpy drinks and a hot summer day are a match made in heaven. And your favorite refreshment just got even better. Let's talk about Seven Eleven's one dollar small slurpy drink with seven rewards. It's the classic frozen fizzy treat you can't get anywhere else. I'm a blue raspberry guy. Just know that about me. Know that I'm going to be going forward. Anytime there's a drink like this, I'm in on the blue raspberry. If you're feeling thirsty, feeling thirsty right now, 
about going to visit a 7-Eleven. Valid through 1-7-25. 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early. Plus tax. Participating U.S. stores. See app for full terms. All rights reserved. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah. A toast to breakfast. Rachel, you can introduce the next topic. <laughs> okay. Interracial relationships. <laughs> Let's, <Wait. talk> <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Anyways, we talked a little bit about this on, on uh, some of the sexes, and I particularly spoke about a conversation that Shannon and I had. Um, we talked about what appears to be a double standard when a black man dates a non-black woman versus when a black woman dates a non-black man. I see... Nina nodding her head over here, so I'm going to you first. Do you think do you think it's a double standard? Yeah. And do you think that if there is a double standard, do you think that it's warranted? I think um, again, we're in this really interesting place, right? Because when I was growing up, I only ever imagined myself with a black man. All my friends wanted to be with black men. Even my friends who weren't black wanted to be with black men. Like <laughs> black men were highly desired. Mm-hmm. And I that's where I saw myself. My parents are still married. I was like, I'm gonna give me a black man. And I will say that has changed for me. Um, and what I have noticed is, so I date every race. I don't discriminate. Like I, if I live in Los Angeles and let me tell you, if you only date black men, you're not going nowhere. So <laughs> you got to, you got to expand your horizons in Los Angeles. Sure. I can't speak on other places, but in Los Angeles, the dating culture is very different. So you have to expand your horizons if you want to act to me, in my opinion, if you want to actively date. Um, and I will say when I'm out with men who are not black, black men have a problem with it majority of the time, but they will be with friends who are with women of other races and it's not a problem. But I will say like, I have, I've literally, I'm not even joking. I went to sushi with a white man there was a black man next to us with a white woman and he said something to me. What did he, he was say? he was like, really? And I was like, What? <laughs> really to you, sir? That was a joke. You didn't catch it. He, he was, was not joking. joking. He was not joking. Yeah. I am that dead might been, serious. That might have been his manager or something like that. <laughs> but it was it was so hilarious and ironic that that happened. But and I see it, you know, in in social media where I think there are, you know, they say, oh, well, if it's a black woman with a man who's of another race, we're being fetishized. But I don't feel like that fetish conversation comes up when it's black men dating other races. And I don't have a problem with it. What I have a problem with is just saying, like, if I was up here and I was like, I'm never dating black men again, that would be an issue. And I think a lot of times when we hear black men talking about other ra- dating other races, that's fine. But a lot of times when they talk about it, it's to bash black women. Yes. And that's the problem black women have. You don't have to bash us if you're seeking something else. Leave us out of it. Yes, I've never... Uh seriously dated uh, a white girl or any other well i've dated a few other girls outside of different races but i've never seriously dated a woman outside of being black like i love black women black women is what i love the most at the same time my thoughts on these on this has changed a lot over the years with my evolution my brother's married to a white girl uh one of my good friends is one of my good friends uh best friends is married to a white girl as well well they're not married but they have a kid together and they're together so 
I have no problem with it now. I mean, growing up, I'm like, man, you black man, you be a black woman, whatever, whatever. And because of definitely being from the South with race being such, you know, the way it is, you know, you have these stigmas. But of course, being you know a mental globalist, essentially trying to expand that thought, I'm okay with, you know, I've learned that it's actually okay to be in interracial relationships. I think there's a lot of benefits there. At the same time, you have to understand what, Comes, benefits. Well, benefits. Just, well, what I'm saying is, in they, like, for, like it's social security. No, what I'm saying is, there are benefits. <laughs> there are, hey, we know they got some benefits from them folks. Yeah. You know what I mean, no, what I mean is, there, there are, you know, in terms of benefits, you have there are some benefits. I'm not saying all the benefits. Nah, nigga, what's the benefits? No, what I, no, you just you just mentioned in in California, there in, living in Los Angeles, you have that's an option. Otherwise, you have a a, a lot smaller pickings to choose from. So there's a benefit in having more options to having a person, you know, and then these people may, I mean, look, we know white folks across the board, they have a lot, a lot of them with better careers, you making all this money. More likely, you may end up being with a white guy because of your financial status, maybe. I mean, obviously, there are a lot of successful black men as well. So the point, I'm, my whole point in saying that is you expanding your dating pool. So you have more options. And sometimes I don't think it has anything to do with race specifically. I'm just saying you have more options in that regard. So, you know, I'm not anti-interracial relationship. I'm not. <laughs> but you, you sound like you used to be. I was. So, so if you saw a black woman that wasn't with a black man, why did, you, why did it rub you the wrong way? Okay, I have a, look, I have a lot of... Look, <laughs> I don't want to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. To answer the question, I have a lot I of... Uh, I have a lot of like business going on, so we want to be very careful how it works on these things. <laughs> At the same time, you know, growing up, again, being from... <laughs> Yeah, and and it's and it's Louis, like like Beyonce. said. Now, but you, when you think about that across the board, I'm saying talk about your business. Talk but, <laughs> no, seriously, come on, dog. I'm saying, <laughs> growing up in Louisiana, it's. A, I mean, listen, we were taught. My parents taught us, like, listen, be careful of you dating these white girls because black boys would be found in the river. You know, this is a real thing. Um, you know, if you, you, a white girl may say, oh, this guy touched me and didn't have anything to do with it. You may have a, a consensual relationship. These are the stigma. These are things that we were taught. So you automatically have these walls up because we're from the South because of slavery and, and just Jim Crow across the board. So that's what I'm, that's what I mean by that. But, uh, I have evolved because, you know, a lot of the generations, the people, we, we all have evolved. We've, we're learning more. So now we're, we're open to these things that we weren't open to before. I know my mom, look, my, my sister-in-law is white. I mean, and she's from Canada, so she like stone white. And, uh, <laughs> but she's listen, stone white, snow no, white. But we love her. We we love her, and I know my mom. I know they were like asking my my brother when he was in Canada with them for. We're like, man, you up there with all them white folks? You know what I'm saying? You're the only black guy up there. That's a real thing. We yeah. we think the fear of something bad happening, not just you know of them, but obviously she comes from a great family, and she, there's, they've been a great addition to our family. Let so me say, look, I don't like the shit, right? So, oh. so uh, look, I'm just, just keep, keeping it a buck, right? Keep, keep, keeping it a hundred. You don't right? like it on either side? I say I'm no, both no, sides. no, no, no. I was, yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's nuance, it, right? It's nuance. It's nuance. Uh, so, so Let's I, go. <laughs> I understand that. Look, believe me, I understand that love is love. It was love. Gino at Sushi Yard. I didn't want to say Gino nothing. When you're saying that. I know. No, no, no. Try, to I'm me. trying not to look at talk racial action. I'm trying not to look at racial action. I understand that love is love, right? So I get the concept that I could, I could love anybody right whatever race whatever the race right and still i intentionally choose i'm going to be with a black woman no matter what i intentionally choose to only date black women um and maybe they 
probably mixed with something else. I don't know. You know, you never know, right? But I intentionally choose to date black women, right? Because I want my kids to see, I want my kids to look up to this relationship and see something restorative about that, right? About the concept of love and the black family and all these different things, right? Now, with that being said, it's a, it's, it's a bit of, a, it's, I'm a bit hypocritical there because when I see a black woman with a white man, it's a little I can't, I can't help but think. I can't help but think. Well, no, no, look, look. We, 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 had, we had to live. Well, not live through us specifically, but we lived through the stories of black women being taken, right? And that's all I can see. That's all I can see is what? black Damn black much. woman being taken by a white man. That's all I can see, right? Like taken from? No, 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 no. I'm talking about forcibly taken. Sally right? Hemings. I'm, absolutely. I'm talking about non consensual, and I understand that that's. Not happening. So it's in, like triggering for you to see. It's, it's triggering, right? For both of you. Yeah, but but, well, what I'm but saying, oh, hold on. I let understand me, what you're let, saying. Let me say this. And on the flip side, you know, if it's a black man with a white woman, I look at it as reparations a little bit. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you, you for being honest. Get your lick back. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Do it for the culture. You know what? Yeah. Boy, you need to relax. That is a common. Rachel. Well, you, got, you know, you got to speak on your experiences. Yeah, Rachel, you got to talk. Rachel. And, and I also want to note, because like I know it. that they this didn't will like come that. up. Y'all didn't like that? I was going to say, I also like want to note this no, to yeah. note for Rachel, because I've known her for a very long time, that I have heard certain things come up and everything, because she's in an interracial relationship right now. But I've known Rachel for right 20 now. years. I know all of her serious relationships. Yeah. And I know all of her serious relationships are black men. So put some respect on her name. Stop trying to make assumptions. Wait, wait, wait. We are not talking to Rachel. And that's all I'm going to say. Don't make assumptions. Is and I'm curious because you guys feel a certain way. Is a lot of people don't think that I am allowed to speak about black women and and uh, black men together because I'm in an interracial relationship. They think that I've lost the ability to be able to do that. It's not fair, or I don't know how to take up for black men and black women together. That's more of what she's saying. Yes. Hmm. What you mean? Hmm. No, yeah, you don't get to I, I, tell her. No, 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 no. It's all I'm saying. No, I, no, I. I, I get that people think that. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. Maybe not the best folks. I lost right? my, my blackness. And right. just to be clear, I wasn't taken. You know, I made a choice. That's not what she I She picked mean. him. I, I, I picked I, I him. What, what, I, I didn't she literally get, picked get. him out of a bunch of niggas. <laughs> literally. Bunch of niggas. No, but you're saying that's like a knee jerk. That's your knee jerk. That's my knee jerk reaction. Right, right. Absolutely. Julius, Jalen, Lamarcus, Brian. You will. Um, so, uh, so look, this is what I'll say. I don't give a fuck. Um, I, I will say, like, for me, I just have this vision of my family. And the vision is of me and a black woman and some black ass kids watching Harlem Nights, like, cracking up, right? Not Harlem Nights. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, just the classics, right? No, no, I think about, you know, Nights. what it would be like me, three beige motherfuckers. We watching American Still Idol. You know what I mean? That's what that. That's what that. That's the kind of shit. What would you be watching with them? I mean, no, you know what I'm saying. You gonna be watching like American Idol, meet the fuck or some shit like that. That's a good movie. Daddy, I want to vote for him. I'm just joking. I'm joking. Really, really. Can I be honest with you? Really, really. I don't give up. I really don't care. I don't give a fuck. We, I am from the deep south. We are from the deep south. And in the deep south, there is just like this thing to where it's not, if not, not even taboo. Because think, think about this when you think about the South. Think about the fact that culturally there aren't as many differences as you think. Think about the fact that where I'm from in Louisiana, the culture is like ridiculously strong in terms of the music we listen to, the food that we eat, all of that stuff. That's pretty much shared in a lot of ways, right? We, we all watch football. We all eat the same food. Um, we, we worship the same God. We just do all of these things. 
at different places, right? We worship Jesus, different churches. We eat gumbo, different cookouts. We go to see Southern. They go to see LSU. Different. I, I go to see LSU too. Uh, um, go Tigers. <laughs> go, 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 go Tigers. So it's so the cultural differences that exist there, particularly in a state with a uh, with such a rich culture, Louisiana. It's all race. It's all race. It's you are black. Therefore, this denotes this specific thing about you. That indicator being as strong as what it is is just unrelentingly powerful. It informs a lot of the decisions you make in such a specific way. Like it means something if you are a black dude and you are around nothing but white people. It's a choice. It's a thing. And it it weighs on you. Now you come out here and you look around and you, you go to one of these clubs in Hollywood and you'd be like, God damn, these people, they're getting along. Jesus Christ, it's Ty Dolla Sign. Come on, everybody go crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so it, it, it is different. But I will say this. The, I agree with you guys. I couldn't care less about this. The only time I do care about it is, and once again, I got to keep it all the way real. There is a movement of these niggas ain't shit. Let's try something else. Wait a minute. It's a whole thing. Yeah, you wait, also wait, skip wait, the movement wait, wait, of wait. I don't date black women because they're ghetto. Hold on, hold on, hold on. By the way, by the way, okay, I, that's the only time when I have a problem. Hold on. With I roundly denounce that. And here's the difference. When we're on this podcast, when a black person says that, when a black man says that on this podcast, I'm on his motherfucking ass. Be it fresh and Finkelstein or whoever those guys are, whoever it is, when a black man says, I don't fuck with black women, I date white women, I'm on his motherfucking ass. We don't care, by when the it, way. When we it, don't care when, if you don't date us. Good. I, I know, but what I'm saying but, but like, look, Get like, your look, ass look, out Apparently they don't need us. Do not look, care. Hey, look, but what I'm saying is when, when, I, you. when that happens, you, and you can be real, I'm, you, I'm on top of them, we right? We don't care. When, when it happens on the other side, Hear her out. And what I'm asking for, and, and so what I'm saying is, for, for, for me, it's like, okay, well, let's let's talk about the real shit that's going on there. I'm like, no. If it's not okay, and I think, just to be honest, sometimes this is where people maybe, I, I it maybe have an issue, Rach, and let me get down a little bit more. And like, oh, man. I'm, I'm doing the whole thing. Oh, boy. And, and sometimes they, like, if if I, if my... If my significant other were white, if it was a white woman, and I was on the podcast, like defending somebody's ability to say, I'm not fucking with black chicks anymore, every black woman in this place would have an issue with that. And they would say, Well, of course he thinks that. He got a white bitch in his bed. But I've never said anything to the opposite. She hasn't, but what but what but what has been done is like when there is a conversation about because I bring these things to the podcast purposefully when like when there is a conversation about somebody who has said hey like uh the grand exodus like I'm over black men boom 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 I don't defend that yes you have when did I defend that we like we put it Donnie where Donnie at like we we've like 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 Don is it a Sweet specific booty. situation or Sweet I generally booty. say Pause. I defend right. women relax Donnie I don't like that name yeah, yeah, we, we're not co-signing appreciate y'all appreciate I mean show, show is, crowd, is, is it like a specific incident because I, I don't actually, I don't generally believe in anybody saying that they don't date their own race what I do believe is being open 
to dating anybody. And I've always stood by that. And I've always said that I can't stand when people hide their significant others and I cannot stand, which is a conversation that we've talked about because mm-hmm. you see that in Hollywood with black men and we can get into that conversation as well. Ooh, I and I have vision an, insecure too. <laughs> and I have a problem where people say they don't date their own race. So this, is all, this is what I'm saying. I don't care who anybody dates. I don't. If black women are are so fed up or angry with black women, black men that they want to try white guys, fine. Well, why is it the assumption that we're fed up or angry? Well, no, I'll tell you why it's an assumption. First of all, I'm not making this shit up. Of, I'm telling you exactly what I'm like seeing that. said. We I'm are not, black like, women, by look, the way. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm not telling you. We did this on the thing. Like we, I took the comments. Remember the the girl, and over the pandemic, she met the white dude, and she. It was a beautiful love story of a Nigerian lady and a white guy. We did the topic right, and, I, and the only reason why we did the topic, I couldn't care less the fact that they are bringing a new Drake into the world. Like I like that didn't bother me at all. What I cared about Should was when I when I like when I cared about was when I read those comments under there. All I saw was these niggas ain't shit. Been time to let them go. Blah, 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 blah. To me, we should not debase each other. If you want to date. We agree. Well, like, well, if you want to date. I'm, I'm telling you. Apparently, I think we're talking in general. It's ignorance on, you know. Yeah, but I just think this is, I think it's really difficult for black men in general to deal with it because I don't think we've ever had a time where it's been so prominent where we, especially social media is very heavy right now. There are a lot of YouTube and TikTok interracial couples and it's, you know, we see Serena's and, you know, so I think like it's never been as prominent. There have been, there haven't been as many public figures that have dated outside the race than now. I mean, I, I see the way people talk about Eve and it's like, whenever there's a black woman associated with a white man, it's because of money and you know it's it could never just be because this is the person that she fell in love with but i think what the the lack of understanding is is like i since i've been young it's been something that black women have just been had had to accept that like when a black man gets educated and he gets a good job he's probably not going to be with one of us and that's something that we as you guys were talking about what you're taught when you were young what we're taught is when we talk about that need and that self-sufficiency, it's because when we were younger, it was like, well, we we don't know if if this is going to be, uh, you know, if we're in the same place, we're both going to college and we're both getting educated and we both get good jobs. You may not choose me. And so I've got to figure out how to be self-sufficient without you. Right. It's a much smaller percentage that, that so of black men with black. I mean, I mean, it's much smaller that, that was a thing because, because it was always so visible. Right. But yeah. like it was always yeah. so visible when it happened. And you, there would be a talk about O.J. Simpson. Right, right, or right. Whoever else was there. But if you think about the black men that you really looked up to. Rest in peace, Harry Belafonte. My brother, you weren't one of them. But like, if you if you think about um you either Quincy, but if you think about the black men that you really looked up to when you were a kid, like if you think about the ones that were super prominent, most of them, most of them, most of them were with black women. And For even sure. today, this issue and what I will what I will cop to myself on is being triggered by this because this is much less of a deal in actual people's homes right. yeah. around the country right yeah. now than than we yeah. we talk about it a lot but if you just crunch numbers I don't I don't know I think you're in a relationship so it's different for you but I'm talking a, about data 
Okay, well, I'm telling you, as a single black woman mm-hmm. who has these conversations, this is a conversation I have with a lot of other black women often, is especially living in LA. Like when we were, we literally just went bowling like two weeks ago. Yep. And we, I had a conversation with a, a mutual friend of ours who was saying she didn't know maybe it's time for her to start dating. Not leave black men, but she was like, maybe I should start. And I was like, what you been waiting on? But that's you know? LA though. Remember that like the majority of us, we Still live, live in the South. In the South. Yeah. Live in the South. So, so a, a lot of times when we get to, and because LA, New York and other places control the media, these conversations go to a, like, like, like where, like, I don't know about Ian friends, but like the the people that I'm in, and his family, his brother and them, but the the the, 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 the Stone White. He lived in LA. Stone White. He lived oh, he lived in LA but, for twelve years. But but when I but when I'm saying that's, he, right, that's he, what it happened. He came, he LA, he came to LA. That's true. Yep. But like true. in a place where there are a lot of black people, I just don't think I, I'm not saying that I'm not. I, I don't think this is as big of an issue as, uh, around the country as we think. That let me give you a, a, an example. We got to move on. Let's look around. Let me give you an example of what dating a white person in the South looks like, right? So, uh, quick story. Um, kicking it with this, this white girl, um, working together. Uh, and so we're on break, we walk to the corner store, right? Get, get a snack, right? As we're walking back, we encounter a black woman, right? And instantly, I'm talking about instantly, you know it's Pissing an issue. In your stomach. It's an issue, right? Yeah. You can see it on her face, you can, I mean, if she if she was snarling, I mean, it was, it was bad. Nigga! Right? And so she comes. Whoa, 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 we gotta name it. She can't be snarling, man. She can't. She can't. We, we can't make her into a rottweiler. She was upset. We got a name. Problematic language. Yeah, we okay. got a name. Gotcha, we gotcha, got a name. Gotcha. She wasn't snarling. The sister was a little bit upset. She was really upset. She we, was really I, upset, we right? That. They'll kick our fucking asses for that. So here's what happened, right? So she's upset. She sees me. She sees us, and she comes barreling in between us, right? And so me as a man, right? You know, I stop. I turn around because I'm a protector. You know, I'm with her. I'm standing here with her. I'm not going to let that ride, right? So I said, I got it. I understood instantly, right? I was like, damn, I won't say this to this woman. But I said, excuse you. And she just turned around and mumbled something like, fuck you, da, 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 da. you know, walked off, right? Yo, white man's and, <laughs> and so, and so look, and, so, a bad story, and so I turned to, Carl, you know, I turned to, lie, the, no, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. <laughs> I turned to the, I turned to the, the girl who I'm with. And I, I asked her, is she okay? She's like, yeah. But, but I could tell that she's, I could tell that she's like, you could t- listen to hear me out. Gino, hear me please. out. Hear me out. <laughs> Gino, look, look, look. Gino, wrap it but, up, bro. Please, I knew this was. Way. I knew this hey, was gonna hey, be. Hey, no, 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 okay. no, no. Hear hey, me out. Hear hey, me out. Hey, hear me out. Did Did Tanisha scare you? Gino, this story is not hitting the way you hear me out. Hear me out. What they say about you? No, This gets worse. 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 She says. She says. She said. Hold on. She says. No, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, well, a couple minutes later, she's like, she's lucky I didn't say what I want to say. Me, me in my brain, right? I'm like, what? Like what? Like, I'm thinking she's about to say, what, bitch? I'm like, what, bitch? She's like, no, you know? And I had no fucking clue because I forgot. What'd you forget? She said, no, you know, nigga. No, no way. This is one of the worst stories I've ever heard. I know. I know. Don't tell that story. No, no. But here's the reason I tell that story. Take that shit out. Here's the reason I tell that story. I tell that story to say that it's always there. Dating, dating white folks in the South, it's always there, right? And so there is this, there is this thought that I don't care if you're a black woman, a black man, that they gonna call you a nigga at some point because it's always there. And look, it's funny, but that's real shit. That is real. That's a real 
That's a real situation. I that believe happened. it was a real story because I don't think you can make that up. <laughs> I never heard about that one. And so, you know, as, as you date, I mean, you're trying to rationalize, well, damn, you actually with a black man, right? And at the same time, you can't even see that I'm the same as this black woman. And so mm. that's what dating outside your race in the South can feel like. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it was powerful. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. You could be doing anything this week, right? You've got work errands, friends, and a whole lot of fun in between. That's why the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the capable SUV that's built for your life. With premium interiors, available wireless charging, and room for your whole cargo and crew. Okay, Hyundai. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the all-new 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. We were going to do the waiting to exhale rapid-fire question, but we're running short on time. So and we want to get these questions answered. I'm sure y'all got some sure. questions. We have like a time for maybe four or five, depending on how long they are and the responses. But sure. Got first questions. Raise your hand and I'll give you a mic. No questions. Wait next, exhale. Let's no do rap, rapid-fire waiting next. Hold on. Wait a second. Questions. I don't like that. We up here. I'm sweating. <laughs> it's Amistad in this bitch, and y'all ain't got no questions. They just found out about Q and A. Ask them. Th- that story you're, you're Gino told got everybody it, quiet. Nobody wants to touch Gina. that. I think nobody wants to touch that. Y'all gotta have some questions about that story. Y'all gotta have some questions about that story. Yeah, ask Gino. So this is what we'll do. I don't have every single question will be about that story that Gino just. Move past it. Do you really have a question? Oh, it was literally about this story. So y'all don't have no questions for real. Okay, we got one right here. Hold on. What we got? I don't have a question. It's more of a a comment about what we were talking about earlier. Um, I do think that want is stronger than need because Mm. um, as long as I was wanting a woman. Um, I was thinking I was looking for somebody to fix me. Um, and it wasn't until I um, got comfortable with myself that um, I was able to get a woman that um, wanted me. So it's just kind of goals. Beautiful. That was beautiful. Fantastic. It's amazing. Any right. comments? Any other comments? Y'all ain't got nothing to comments or nothing? Nothing? Y'all comments, no questions? Say? Yeah, oh, got a comment. Yeah, comment. Yeah. Oh, I like the way she said it. <laughs> I bet you did. Somebody about to get cussed on. 
I just, I, I really enjoyed the forum. It's been really nice, but I totally disagree with the women on this panel. Let's Come on, go. speak on it. Speak on it. And um, it's Get unfortunate because <laughs> it's unfortunate because I love my people. Like I absolutely love my people, but I agree with a lot of what Van said. Not to try and recap all of it, but we need black men. One hundred. We need men. Period. And we need to not forget that. Okay, that is the most human thing about us. What I one of the things that turns me off the most is when a man tells me how independent and strong I am. We have been groomed as black girls to accept or believe that we're so independent and so strong, basically telling us get used to being alone. Something that Van said um, made me think of this too. When, when you said the part about um, people say they don't need, they don't need, and this, that, and the other, and it's absolutely that they do need, we all got a girlfriend at the house that don't sit, do nothing. I don't care how much money she makes. I don't care how much she travels. I don't care all the toys she buys. All she's talking about is she need a man. We all got that girlfriend. <laughs> and it's just like, it's so unfortunate that we don't see that as women. For the men, I wish the men especially with the ideology that you guys bring, would really try to inspire other men. I think it's, I think it's unfortunate. I think our generation is the, the generation that's going to miss out because it's going to take some time of young boys hearing men like you speak and share your ideology behind love and women and, and just companionship before they grow into it. Absolutely. We can't ignore how we've been groomed from slavery on up, you know. Can I say something to that real quick? I love it. It's actually going to be, it's crazy. Because, like, you know, I lost my dad a couple of years ago. And I'm fucked up in all of the same ways that he's fucked up. Exact same ways. Exact same things. And the man was right there. He was right there the whole time. I could touch him the whole time. He took a great interest in my life. You know, always go by it the best way. But he never fixed himself. So I was raised broken in specific ways. Right. Um, and I'm at a point in my life where I get to have agency over who it is that I want to become. And I get to make a decision about whether or not I want to ruin a woman, whether or not I want to raise a fractured family or whether or not I want to step up to the plate and, and try to do things differently. And I think sometimes like like for me, like growing up, a lot of the things that were put around me were made to make me feel more like a man. And I learned about my, I learned that from my father. So black men, I can't speak to, you know, 25 million black men, but like men period, they have an, a, a real, real responsibility to fix themselves, to do the necessary work, to make sure uh, that the people that are around them are healthy and happy. Because if I, I, I love my father. Love him. I love his memory. But, you know, my mom hasn't been with anyone since he passed away. Uh, my uh, She lives with my grandmother, which is there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, our family, there was no family. It, it detonated. And it was because, really, there wasn't whatever was needed there for him to kind of put his family ahead of some other things in a way. So, black man, we got a lot of work to do. But we got a. But we. I feel like we all have to kind of do it together. You know what I mean? 
And want need has become such a, it's really semantics, mm -hmm. you know, and I think it's just got a little nuance in the whole thing. I think we all are saying the same thing. Um, and I think it's just, I think, again, it's, it depends on where you're at because, and that's for everybody. It depends on where, what, what, what you're looking for, where you're at. And that's why I was saying, consider the source when you're talking to that, because there are people who are in certain moments where they, they really do feel like they don't need anybody. And that will change because we do need people as far as like, you, you know, learning how to ask for things. I personally wasn't raised to not, my parents are still together. My mom was a very traditional woman. To this day, she still makes my dad his plate. Like, the fuck to I'm this talking day. About. Shout out to your mom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, I'm out. like, is, is she for real? She, you know mind you, my mom uses a Putting cane now, plate, like right? still makes a chance right. plate every meal. So I've come from a very traditional household, but you know, I think is the it food just, falling all off the side of the plate, or is it I get plates made too. If it's neat, I get you know what I mean. Your plates made. Got put love on the plate. I love it. Yeah, she takes incredible care of me. Um, one more question. Hi. Um, on that note, I am in an interrelation interracial relationship and have never made my man a plate. Um, so I'm coming from a different perspective. What kind of interracial? What 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 uh, what flavor? My partner is he's Japanese, Korean, and white. that's kind of different. You straight. Is, okay. All right. I'll take it. Um, but I will. So comment and question. The comment is that all, Bell Hooks is all about love kept coming up for me listening to this conversation. And um, Van, you brought it up a couple times with patriarchy is at the root of so much of this. Like more than man, woman, it's patriarchy, which is white supremacy, capitalism. That's like getting us all mixed up. And I think we would all benefit from undoing that quite a bit. But um, my question was about, we talked a lot about relationships and women holding men accountable, men holding women accountable. I'm curious how and where you guys are having these conversations amongst friends. Like what are your platonic relationships with women and men? How are these conversations coming up and are they? They are for me. Yeah, yeah we have these conversations yeah. regularly, yeah. I think. Uh, I don't know about when I look at my friend group, I mean, we talk about these type of things all the time. And to me, it's all about leading by example. Um, I think like to the plate reference, my wife makes my plates. But guess what? I also make her plates, you know, or, or if she makes my plate, I'll wash the dishes or whatever. It's just, it goes back and forth. So it's all about balance. You know, everyone is not, you know, in a situation of, you know, woman, you do this, you, you know, woman, you do that. I pay most of the bills because I make a pretty good living, but guess what? If I don't have it, she has it. So it's all about balance. So, so when you're, my, have, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say my friends and I talk about this often as well. That's why I think it is important to have friends of the opposite sex to ask them. Like I talk to my male friends often and tell them about my dates and how I certain situations. And sometimes they're like, you're tripping, you know, like I had a situation where, you know, the text that I sent, I showed it to my friend and he was like, let me explain to you the reasons like how a man would receive this. Right. Yeah. Versus when I sent it to the group chat with, you know, my female friends. They were like, no, that makes total sense, right? But it's like, I'm not trying to partner with my friends. They already know me as a person, right? And so I think it's important to understand because it's like, we show, like, women are going to receive us and see us in a different way oftentimes than men will when you're, you know, seeking that dynamic. So I think that's a really good question. I actually, my friends and I talk about this often, that it's important to, and also friends that you don't agree with, you know, I won't name his name, but we talked about, like, a mutual friend that said if after three dates 
you're not having sex and he won't go on a date with you again. You know what I mean? And I was like, ooh, I'm disgusted by that. You're still my friend. You know what I mean? But it's like, oh, there's men that think this way. You know, and it's important to also, I think that when they're your friends, it's a safer space for the men to be off, uh, more honest about their opinions because they're not trying to like get with you and you can get a better understanding of kind of the way that they're thinking. So. I have these conversations. I'm, I'm like very oh, open up. with my girlfriends and I've come into this place where I've, I have kind of stopped talking in general with my girlfriends about like everybody else. And I really have just been started to focus on me and what I contribute and how I react mm. because it's just kind of all over the place. But what I, I about a year ago got a black therapist and it's a black woman therapist and it's completely changed my life and also my perspective, how I communicate is she's changed my life it, for real. And so for me, I've decided to just start taking accountability for my actions. And I think like that has completely changed my perspective, but also like I just had a conversation with a girlfriend who was going through it with another girlfriend and I was able to help her shift her perspective from like what this other person did to like how she, you know, how she reacted. So I think like it's really important for us while we're talking about building and responsibilities that we really take ownership of our ourself and how we're reacting, yeah. what we're putting into the world and 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 taking real real cause and thought to what we are doing to contribute because sometimes we are the toxic ones and i think we have to be you have to be honest with yourself about what you're contributing into not only like your relationships with your friends and family and significant others but how you're projecting that into the world as well you know a lot of us think it's innocuous to leave a funny comment on a social media platform but that to me is still contributing to that into the universe so i think those conversations are important to have yeah, I, that's give it up for that. That's incredibly well said. Um, I said clap, niggas. <laughs> um, uh, but I'll, I'll say this to 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 the point that you made a little bit earlier, and this is kind of the sick joke about all of this. And you guys will be okay if I speak just to the black people here, okay? <laughs> um, this, none of this is us. Like none of this is us. When I say that none of this is us, I mean, where you were dropped on this earth and where you are migrated to after thousands of years, uh, it became the place that your culture was born. And there were reasons why the cultural differences between people exist. You can legislate, you can negotiate those reasons or, or compare and contrast them as much as you like. The reality is our idea of the nuclear family, our idea of what makes up a society, our idea of what makes up a community, our idea of, of what makes like lasting relationships has all been informed by a Western European view. We were having this conversation. I remember the Black Lives Matter ladies um, and men, they had a mission statement on their, uh, on their website. People were pissed off about the mission statement because the mission statement said, essentially, it said, hey, this is what we believe in. And what we believe in is it takes an entire village to do this. And so because it takes an entire village to do this, we reject the idea of the nuclear family. We reject the idea of, of, of capitalism. We reject all of these things. And right away, people said Black Lives Matter doesn't like families. Right away, they said they are trying to shoot down, minimize black men. They're trying to take black men out of the household. They don't like the family unit. No, what they're saying is they envision a family where I'll take care of your kid while you go protest. They envision a family to where we would share the economic burden of things. And if we had we had cultures and communities that were more steeped in who we are and what we are, 
and the oral and actual history of where we come from, then a lot of these conversations, we wouldn't be having them because we would understand that who makes the money in this situation is driven by a little family that becomes a tribe, that becomes a city, that becomes a country, that becomes something that can compete out in the world. And that capitalism is informing that. And Western European patriarchy is informing that. The way we dress, the way we move. Drake's painting his nails, everybody says Drake's gay. The reality is, if you understand that that is us, that Northern African black men painted their nails, that there's nothing about that that has anything to do with uh, an idea of femininity other than the one that white men taught you, right? So all of this stuff, really when we're negotiating it, we're losing sight of who we are anyway. My thing is, if we are going to redefine who we are, what makes a family, what makes a group of people that can support us, let's start on the even kill and let's burn it all down. Because I don't judge a black woman for what she wants to do in her life, a black man for what he wants to do in his life. I want strong, uh, like uh, intentional, powerful black communities. And a lot of that is gonna be unlearning as much as it is learning. So to your point, all of this, capitalism, patriarchy, misogynoir, all of it. It's steeped in all of it. And we had a good time talking about it and we'll take it back out. But I think at some point we got to get back to zero. Thank you guys for the great questions and comments. And also, first off, give yourselves a hand clap for being here. We really appreciate this. We haven't had that many live audience opportunities, so this has been really fun. And we also just want to acknowledge the lack of LGBTQ plus perspective that we, we did not have in this conversation, which I just think means we need to have another summit where we do encompass those perspectives and even more. But this was just more of a general summit of the sexes, but it won't be the last. Yeah. Thank you guys. It wasn't that bad, lady. And thank you. It was well. This was it, dope. it got. Was it was getting there. Thank you, Nina. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Gina. Thank you, Van and Rachel, for this. this was, thank you this very was, much. We didn't know we were walking. Thank you, right, right, right. Thank you guys yeah. for coming.